Hello and welcome to the weekly message podcast from Crozet United Methodist Church in Crozet, Virginia. We invite you to join us in person any Sunday for our contemporary service at 9.30 a.m. or for a more traditional service at 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org for further information. We hope you enjoy this week's message from Crozet UMC. If you're like me, anointing is not something necessarily that uh, you talk about on a regular basis. Mary Alice and I were not talking about it at the dinner table last night, and I doubt you were as well. And you probably didn't bring it up at the water cooler during the week, and you probably didn't see it on Netflix last night. I get it. So when you hear these words from Exodus, it might sound perhaps a little confusing, maybe a little antiquated, Uh, something that's perhaps curious. So the point of the passage might be easy to miss, but what is really going on here is through this whole drill of anointing the tabernacle and everything in it, as well as the priests, the Lord is setting them aside for his work. That's the key. The priests, the utensils, the tabernacle, all of it consecrated to his service. And the priesthood as well, set aside, consecrated for his service. Now, for many, anointing is not a common thing. Uh, Even if you grew up in the church, and I did not, but even if you grew up in the church where you grew up, you may not have seen anointing on a regular basis. Or perhaps you associate it with healing of the sick. The New New Testament addresses healing of the sick. Gospel of Mark references it. Chapter 5 of the Gospel of James specifically states, Are any among you sick? They should call uh, for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. That sounds good. To me, that's pretty simple. Pray and anoint. What's not to like? The difference is that perhaps we may miss there is that anointing is not just a medical procedure, as, as you might think, although oil was used in uh, biblical times uh, for medicinal purposes, the key here is that oil in this anointing is a symbol of God's grace, consecrating our brothers and sisters for the work of the Lord and healing them for that work. Now, to have brothers and sisters pray for us, to have the leaders ask for blessing and healing, that's a powerful event. And it's comforting. And you may have not had it done to you before, but I've been a part of it, not just at this church, but when I was hospitalized, as well as my parents when they were uh, very, very ill. And it's impressive. It's powerful. And here at Crozet, I can guarantee you it is available. Not just today, but when you ask for it. That's all you need to do. You need to ask. You don't need to wait. The leaders will come and anoint you. It is powerful. And part of that is is it makes shattered lives whole. Spiritual and physical healing. Healing of the body, the mind, and the soul. But as powerful as that is, there is more to it than just healing. We are healed for a purpose. 
In the verses we just read in Exodus, we see an incredibly detailed description of worship with anointing playing a huge role. The description starts back in chapter 24. Don't worry, I'm not going to read it all to you. And it goes through six chapters, 24. We read part of 30. But through those six chapters, it describes the detail of worship. Offerings, the ark, the table of bread of the presence, the tabernacle, the framework of the tabernacle, the makeup, the measurements of the tabernacle, the tools, the utensils, the implements all used in worship. It describes the vestments of the priesthood, the tunics and the sash and the headdress, the ephod. And then it describes anointing of it all. There's a purpose why it's so detailed, and that's because it's important. It's important for us to understand. Take the finest spices of liquid myrrh, 500 shekels, and of sweet-smelling cinnamon, half as much. That is 250. And 250 of aromatic cane and 500 cassia measured by the sanctuary shekel. And a hint of olive oil, and you shall make these a sacred anointing oil blended as by the perfumer. It shall be holy anointing oil. That's detailed. That's incredibly detailed. It's not something that we're just going to drive over and pick up what's on special at Teeter. There's a purpose to this. This is critical. These are valuable spices. They aren't cheap. They aren't easy to come by. I would venture to guess none of you have uh, a running uh, uh, inventory of myrrh in your house. You can also see how important it is by the way it's used. With it, you shall uh, anoint the tent of meeting and the Ark of the Covenant and the table and all the utensils and the lampstand and all its utensils and the altar of incense and the altar of burnt offerings with all its utensils and the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them will become holy. That's a list. That's a big list. Everything, and I mean everything that is in that part of Exodus, is listed there, and all of it's to be consecrated, to be anointed. It's special. It's holy. It's holy set aside for service to the Lord. And then we're told to anoint Aaron and his sons for service, not just the tabernacle, not the tabernacle and the instruments, but Aaron and his sons. And then you get to 30 and 32. Upon no man's flesh shall it be poured. What they're getting at here is this is not a regular thing. This is not the tube of deodorant Amy just had. This is special. It's critical. It's important. It is not to be used as a routine fragrance. And fragrances were routinely used. They didn't take a lot of baths. Believe me, you wouldn't want to be around us without it. But this special balm, this anointing, is holy. Why? Because it's consecrating the tabernacle and the priest for service set aside for service to the Lord. Now, you're probably asking yourself, so what? I mean, it's really, it's kind of warm in here. The air conditioner's going off. I wish he'd get to the end. 
What's it have to do to me? Well, the point is about you and me is that when we anoint, we are consecrated. We are set aside. We are special. It's not by anything we have done, but it's done by God's grace. The chance to be in service, the chance to be anointed for service, that is a blessing of God's grace. But there's more to it than that. We are set apart, not just to be set apart, but we're set apart for service to the Lord. Now, most of us have never and will never go to seminary. We won't serve as ordained clergy. Although, if you're really interested, talk to Sarah. I'm sure she's ready to talk. But here's the kicker. We are called to service. And we are called specifically as priests. If you look in James, I'm sorry, if you look in 1 Peter, you will see that Peter uses the word specifically royal priesthood. And it's not talking about the ones with the robes and the stoles and the bells and the smells. This is talking about you and me. We are that royal priesthood. We are the ones that are called to be consecrated. And you might look at me and you might say, I don't know how I'd make a difference. I live in Crozet. I would tell you that you do make a difference. Every day when we go out the door, when we're on Route 250, when we're in the store, when we're at home, we have the opportunity to serve. When you're on Facebook and you're on Twitter and you're on Instagram, we are called to serve. Now, I realize when you look at those, sometimes it kind of looks different and you wonder how you serve. But grace, mercy, God's blessing is available, and we are the ones that carry that message. People are watching us. The world judges us by how we act. We are that priesthood. And we are called. And that brings us back to the anointing. Now the good news is it's open to all of us. You and me. Especially me. Because I'm not worthy. That much I know. We are set aside. We are special. We are consecrated for service. Now some of you I know are looking at me and you begin to question it. Some of you look at it and look at me and it's like I got an arm growing out of my forehead because you might not feel very worthy. I get that. You might not feel holy or consecrated or set aside. You look at my shirt, that probably doesn't look too consecrated, holy, or set aside. But you are called. Aaron had the same problem, if you think about it. Aaron is specifically named out in Exodus, so he must be a great guy. Clean, tidy, obedient, not. Think about it. When Moses is up on the mountain, where is Aaron? Aaron is down below. Aaron is conducting a collection. It's not for the widows and orphans, and it's not to do the Lord's work. It is to melt down the jewelry and create a golden calf. Oops. This is the high priest. Small problem. Aaron is not worthy but he is called. 
And that brings us back to anointing. I'll be honest with you. I know that on my own, I am not worthy of the task. I am not worthy of this role. I'm certainly not worthy to stand here with you. And I also know that I will stumble and fall. I have done it before. I will do it again. But I am called just as you are. And that brings us back to anointing. The anointing we do today is about healing. Healing of the body, the mind, and the soul. But it's not just healing alone. We are healed for a purpose. God's purpose. There's a world outside these doors that have never known Jesus Christ. There's a world out there who has never known grace and mercy. No one has ever shown them God's love. You and I can do that. You and I are called to do that. We are called for this purpose. Not ordinary use, but special, consecrated, set aside. We have a choice. We can accept it or we can turn away. It is our choice to be consecrated in his work. Let it be so in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you again for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you found the message meaningful, and we invite you to join us in person as we gather for worship at Crozet United Methodist Church every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org to learn about ways you can connect with God and your neighbors through the ministries of Crozet UMC. Have a great week.